0: You should go there now. Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children, knowing me, Larry Davis, knowing you, George Prandtlaha.
1: Uh-huh. And on today's episode of the podcast, uh, Larry and I both make very terrible life choices. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you gotta hear about it. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Your decision's probably worse than mine.
1: Probably also, so i am teased you don't know what's coming.
0: <laughs> well, I guess not. You'll find out, uh, with
1: everybody else.
0: And we're also trying a new recording method this time. We'll see how it works. Uh, George has been having internet problems uh, mm. recently and it sounds yeah. not great when doing traditional chat stuff. So we're using ZenCaster now, uh, basically recording things separately. I'll mix them together. Should work fine. This is better, Should.
1: than... This is better than uh, Danny, the enigmatic figure that we brought up on this podcast dozens of times now, who has just been without internet entirely, and you don't want to see what that does to a man, Larry.
0: I have a pretty good idea.
1: He's acting like I do whenever I think I have a health problem. Oh no. Yeah, it's really fucked him up, so... Nobody likes that. No. Especially not you. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I at least have internet at all But it hasn't been good for recording So I'm hoping that this works out
0: Yeah, we'll yeah. see How
1: have you been spending your time, Larry?
0: If anything's wrong with it, I won't know Because I don't sit here and listen to the entire thing When I edit it, <laughs> I just stick it together And I cut out the parts where you bizarrely Like, try to dox me For some reason <laughs> Or say slurs Or whatever else you get up to every week <laughs>
1: it's not my fault i'm italian
0: yeah i know it's just it's in your blood
1: (laughs) that's right
0: well you know that i'm
1: hugging and kissing people all the time
0: (laughs) yeah exactly just like old andy uncle andy
1: (laughs) that's what we call him uncle andy
0: uh i have been playing the back for blood beta Uh, which is a hot new jam from the fine folks at Turtle Rock, who once made a good game called Evolve, uh, which then became a bad game called Evolve Stage 2. Uh, But, you know. Yeah. Nobody was playing Evolve. They had to do something, and uh, what they did was make it bad.
1: Um, Yeah, Stripped stripped it down to its most base components. And then a mm-hmm. bunch of people really liked that because people suck. You know, which is weird. Yeah, but I, I really want to play back for Blood. And, well, then why uh, didn't you? Because my computer's also been having problems. Everything's having also... problems lately. Larry, I can't... Yes.
0: and then you said, well, is it, like it also on PlayStation? I said, yes, it is. And you yeah. went, okay, and then never got it. So
1: Yeah, instead I popped in Dark Souls 2 and started playing that.
0: Hmm. Well, the Dark Souls 2 is good.
1: It is. I uh, before we get completely into back back to blood, I kinda want to mention this. Uh back to blood. I that's <laughs> our new segment, Back to Blood, or we check in on Back for Blood. Uh, no, I the reason I start playing Dark Souls 2 is that YouTube started recommending me these uh Dark Souls related videos, which usually are terrible, but these ones are just like framed as like uh, exploration into how the games work mechanically. And so a lot of them are just like, we just figured out how, like, Soul Resonance works. And after having watched, like, a few of these, the answer is almost always, it's broken. Cool. Here's how we we figured out how this feature works in the game. It doesn't. (laughs) And so then they explain to you the very fucked up way this mechanic actually plays out. Because From doesn't know how to program a goddamn video game. Well, that's I just re- nice. I really really like that all this stuff Where people are like oh the, the great part about Souls is you sit down and you gotta like Figure out as a community how it works Like that's entirely because they Programmed a video game badly that's not Because they actually were trying to make the feature Mysterious
0: but they have software In their name are you telling me they're bad <laughs> at Making software
1: I am Larry Yes I'm telling uh, you that they're bad at making software
0: Hard to believe Anyway Back for blood Uh, It is fine. Mm. It's fine. Uh, I would say it just makes me want to play Left 4 Dead 2 again. Except the thing is, like the state that's in now, there's not really any point in going back to it. Um, They're
1: fucking up all our favorite asymmetrical multiplayer games, Larry.
0: Yeah, like okay. So, what do you ask me anything about Back 4 Blood?
1: Okay can I turn One of the well I guess First I should ask there's oh, enemy I Like zombie types right
0: You can't mod it God oh, damn it
1: I just want the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man To yeah. bum rush me And all the zombies to look like the Mars Attacks aliens
0: I know and I want Boomer to be Wario With yeah. like, Dr. Robotnik voice clips But <laughs> no Can't do the- that
1: my favorite was still, uh, what's the big, like, tanky zombie that will oh, show tank? up here at... Oh, it's just the tank, okay. <laughs> it's been a while.
0: The big tanky zombie was the tank.
1: <laughs> oh, right, that's because I had modded the game so it would play tank from yeah. Cowboy Bebop every time he appeared. But then I also had modded it so he was just Johnny Bravo.
0: Yep, that's and... a good one.
1: Left 4 Dead 2 mods are the best. <laughs> they are. Because if you have to mod any single video game, Left 4 Dead 2 becomes infinitely more playable the more you fuck up the game. Yeah, and then they stripped out your ability to just have that be a thing unless you're on custom servers.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's what killed Left 4 Dead for yeah. me. Um so okay. This is basically Left 4 Dead, except slower, in a way, yeah. which I'm not really into. Like, the zombies, they just don't, like, it's not as satisfying. Like, you have, for example, you have Aim Down Sights, which you would expect in a modern game, but it doesn't have that energy of Left 4 Dead, where you're just constantly sprinting through everything and mashing melee. It still does have the thing where melee does not interrupt your reload. So at least there's that. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, it doesn't have the same hectic energy that Left for Dead did. It's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I... It, it's not, it's not slow. Like, you can still move pretty fast. Like, things can get pretty hairy at times. It's just, it's hard to describe the feel of it. Is not the same. And I, I don't know that you really could get something like that without it being on source like the old one. Yeah. Um there's a certain
1: but, a certain way movement is handled in the source engine. Yeah. Yeah. That lends it, itself very well to gameplay where you got to keep moving.
0: I feel like they kind of they did an alright job. They you have like a mantle, you can sort of climb up on obstacles. Um you do have sort of that same a little bit of that glidey movement um okay. but it's the ads is really the main thing. I don't want to have to ads to shoot a zombie. Like the whole thing with Left for Dead was just whipping around and shooting everything like just crosshairs in the middle of the screen. It's fine. You don't need anything else.
1: So next question. What? this is this is structured the same where you have like a team of human yep. players versus a team of zombie players and the zombie team no. is just assuming specialized roles wrong okay
0: there is no campaign pvp and this is my single biggest issue with the game
1: that sounds like a pretty damn big issue because like, is. that's the whole thing that i want from left for dead is that yep. it is a multiplayer Like, not just, oh, I need to get through the game with three other players on my team campaign kind of deal, but, like, I I like having other human opponents jumping
0: in to try to fuck everything up. I agree. Uh, And, yeah, like, campaign PvP is, like, the whole point, because it's more fun, All right, I'll tell you the mode that is in the game, which is basically just survival mode. Um, the hu- human players get like a minute To scavenge stuff And then they just have to hold out as long as they can And the zombie players Spawn in as the infected Like they would the ridden Sorry uh, And try to kill them And then whoever lasts the longest wins and So basically not like it's
1: It's just the final segment Of yeah. any campaign and Left for Dead
0: Kind of Except in Left for Dead, like, you're waiting for a specific objective.
1: Yeah, and you're usually doing different stuff, too. Like, yeah. that one level where you gotta get the uh, fuel tanks for the car to right. get out of there.
0: So there's stuff like that in the single player, too, which is nice. Like, there's, um, the, fin- like, the actual big finale for the levels that are included in this beta is one where you're, like, grabbing shells to put in this howitzer. Mm. And then using the howitzer to, like, explode. I think it's a dam or something. I don't know exactly what it is you're blowing up, but and then getting into a Humvee and driving off and that stuff's pretty good. Like it's a good finale. I wish there were more things like that though in the levels. It seems like there aren't a whole lot of sort of hold off the horde complete an objective. Uh, most of them, the objective completes almost immediately, and you can just book it out of there. Um, like there's one where it's like you're using a tow truck to lift up a car to get over this gate things like that but
1: it's still part of the fun too of left for dead is trying to do all that stuff and then someone just has a really well-placed liquor that just manages to snatch one of your guys up
0: yep um so yes so there's that pvp mode which is just survival mode there's no campaign one and i do not understand why they don't have that because when i played left for dead I played through the levels like maybe two or three times, just co op. And then after that, I never played straight co op again. It was just yeah. PvP. Because, like, why would you play just with the idiot AI controlling yeah, just, the zombies?
1: Just to learn the map, just as yeah, preparation basically. for doing multiplayer. But yeah, like, there was nothing about that campaign that compelled me to come back to it without you know, other human players involved.
0: Yep. Um, so the other thing is, I feel like this game complicates things unnecessarily. Um. um before I get to that, I will say about the different ridden types, there is kind of a big problem to me, which is that it's very hard to tell what they are, like to identify them. Like if you look at the zombies in Left 4 Dead they all looked very different. You had the boomers, which are big and fat. You'd have the yeah. uh, chargers with the big arm. Uh, lickers, you had
1: Suni Miku over there. You don't want to wake I mean, her up. She'll rip into you.
0: That's right. Yoshi, he'll use his tongue and grab you. Um, but I'm saying like, even in the default <laughs> forms, they were easily identifiable. And here they aren't. It's like, so there's the boomer equivalent. And then there's also the spitter equivalent, but it looks basically exactly like the boomer. Which is annoying
1: So this um, isn't a case where like oh you just look at the silhouettes You know exactly no. who everyone is
0: you no. can I, actually kind of do that in Left for Dead is Yeah the thing. that's what I'm saying Yeah Um, You know you're not going to confuse a jockey for something else
1: No Um, It might confuse it for me
0: Well yeah especially <laughs> because it makes Beavis noises in my version That's right um, <laughs> But uh
1: I think I did that too I'm pretty sure
0: Yeah well of course you have to um, Yeah Especially because if you like throw a Molotov at it and yell fire, fire, fire. Yeah,
1: but it'd also, just... I'm I'm positive I changed the character model to be Diddy Kong.
0: Yes, me too. Yeah. Again, that's the canon jockey in my mind. God, Left
1: 4 Dead is so good. They should just make another Left 4 Dead, and they should let you mod the shit out of it.
0: We should just play Left 4 Dead. We <laughs> find yes! a custom server. Um. But um, yeah. So there are. There are more ridden types in this I'm not sure exactly how many there That's are a
1: terrible name It is ridden. Um, ridden Ridden myself of this game more like
0: Common ridden Now that would be something mm. Um, Imagine if like Hoffman had a Henshin device And he could just like Pop it and turn it into a common yeah, rider
1: I, I'm not going to do the, the clicky clacks on my keyboard But I really want to look and see if there is some sort of Common rider mod for Left 4 Dead there's gotta be there has to be
0: i'm not going to look it up either because i don't really care um but the point is the 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 red and i believe are supposed to be split into families uh like they kind of evolve from one to another from what i can tell um it's all about family yeah exactly it's about family um because in the multiplayer, it will sort of break them up. Like you'll have bruiser and then tall boy, which is weird because those two don't look anything like each other, except the bruiser does look quite a bit like the boomer and the spitter or the wretch uh, and the exploder. They're called. They they didn't put any effort into that one. Yeah. Jimmy, the exploder. I call him. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Um <laughs> the, the hawker. Uh, is one it's weird because it it looks like a hunter like sort of the what would be the hunter equivalent but he spits but it's not an acid spit it's like a like a trapping spit
1: it's just the godzilla bit from gold member this whole game
0: yeah it may look like a hunter but due to international copyright laws it's not
1: that's right
0: yeah the whole thing is kind of weird and i don't know yeah. like it's it's fun enough it's going to be on game pass so i will play it like i would not recommend spending money on it probably uh, oh the other thing i was going to say is that it sort of overcomplicates things because you can tell they started development on this when pubg was big because it's like oh no instead of just here are the weapons uh here's a scar here's an m16 whatever uh, they will have sort of quality values and there are attachments for the weapons you can find and it'll be like, you know, this is a green, this is blue, this is purple, et cetera. And it'll be like barrel, optics, magazine, stock, that sort of thing. Um,
1: PUBG elements being added to this is actually, I think, the thing that is turning me off of it the most.
0: <laughs> and, well, so there is sort of a good part about that which is actually something they kind of lifted from private servers and like those sort of weird game modes which is that you can find copper throughout levels and that acts as your currency and then at a safe house you can buy things you can buy upgrades for the team you can buy uh you know pipe bombs if you want them which always mess me up because they don't look like the pipe bombs in left for dead like they're a lot fatter they look more like c4 or something um you can buy it you know, just like items like that and weapons attachments um the weird thing about that though is if you uh if you have a bunch of attachments on gun and you pick up a new gun they don't transfer over and as far as i can tell there's no way to like detach them or anything like that okay. and so a lot of times like i'll get a good gun early on and get some attachments for it and then just never drop it or switch it for anything else um, so the other PUBG influence here, and this is maybe the single thing I hate the most about this, is that you have different types of ammo. Uh, you have handgun slash SMG, shotgun, rifle, and sniper. Uh, and I guess the idea there is like you want everybody to have like different weapons that they use. Yeah, Uh, but that's not always going to happen, especially because shotguns are so useful. Um, and so So, it will end up where it's like, uh, I don't have any rifle ammo.
1: Yeah, oh well. One person's hoarding all of it. Like I, I would imagine. Like in that case, then ammo becomes less plentiful for everybody because everybody wants to use the same weapons. Yeah, basically. That's cool.
0: So you can, you can drop ammo for teammates if you want, um, go into your inventory and drop it. And no one's
1: going to do that.
0: I mean, I, I have, cause I don't actually use shotguns that Every, much. Everybody else seems to,
1: I've played multiplayer games with you and you're a nice guy who tries to help out because you want to win. <laughs> sure. Most people aren't built with that kind of mentality. They're in it for themselves. They want to win. Fuck the rest of the team.
0: That's kind of true.
1: Yeah. Uh, And this includes me. We've played Rainbow Six Siege the amount of times I've just straight up shot you to death in that game. Yeah, (laughs) still I regularly think about that level in the airplane, and I just saw you from Mm -hmm. like way across a hall, and I panicked and I thought you were an enemy, and so I went blap, just took you out,
0: man. Like, the best part about that was, it was like, after a few seconds of me looking at you, like, if I had been enemy, then you would have been dead, or at least have been shot at. (laughs) But instead, you're like, oh, this guy who's been sitting there looking at me for a few seconds must be an enemy.
1: I got you pretty good, though.
0: I mean, I guess.
1: Lined my shot up, took you out one bullet. It's pretty good. If only I could have played that good consistently.
0: Well, again, it was after a few seconds, so... That wasn't necessarily good, I suppose. Anyway, uh, back for Blood. Oh, the other thing is the card system, which is something I was worried about. Um, it's fine. Um, it, the cards are not consumable, so that's nice. You just unlock them, and then you build your deck however you want it. Um, the main issue I think I have so far is that there's so much downtime in the game uh, because of, partly because of the card thing, because when you start up, I don't know why it does this, it always has to show you, like, your default card. Um, mm. Like, you start a level, it will say, all right, here's your lead card, and it takes, like, a few seconds before it even starts drawing cards and everything. Everything takes so long in the game, and it's even worse in the multiplayer, because, like, at the end of the round... It will have this really long screen where it will count down how long the team survived and it'll say, like, victory or defeat. I keep getting people that leave immediately after that. I think it's because that screen lasts so long they think the game's over. Oh, great. Um, And so, okay. And then after that, there is the minute of the survivor team having to scavenge stuff although before that there's like a full minute of them picking cards which also is not long enough to actually read all of the cards because you get all of them for the pvp mode is the so thing. Th-
1: that's the one section where it should be longer so you yeah. can actually read what's going on well,
0: in the final game they'll be fine because you won't have all the cards to begin with and you will basically know what they do but in this it's like uh, this this is what twenty uh, percent stamina plus two move speed. It's, it's okay.
1: I'm um, trying to piece it all together in your head. Yeah, and it yeah. It just yeah. moves on. Yeah.
0: yeah um, well,
1: you know, Larry, maybe Turtle Rock will change the game.
0: Oh, great! <laughs> I'm sure it'll be for the better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll make a ton of improvements to it. Strip a bunch of the lighting and the scenery out to, You know, just for good measure, so it's easier to see things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remove all strategy from it. That would God. be a good idea.
1: I remember, I won't get too far away from this, but I do remember uh playing Stage 2 for probably about like a month and then being like, okay, I wonder, like, I, I kind of want to like reinstall the original version of Evolve and kind of see how it compares. And holy shit, I didn't realize just how much graphically they stripped out of Stage 2. Oh, yeah. Because like the whole thing with.
0: They want the, more the, people to be able to play it.
1: Yeah, well, the, the thing with the original Evolve is you're actually trying to, like, hunt the monster down before it gets to a point where it wants to hunt you down. And so they put in a lot of foliage, a lot of stuff to kind of, like, block your ability to just see clearly ahead of you. They put a lot of extra geometry there to make navigation that little bit harder. And then, of course, in stage two is just purely combat now. So they got to strip all that stuff out. It's all gone. Everything's just a bunch of hallways leading to arenas, and that's it. Good times. No, it's terrible. Good times. I can't, no, I can't believe I played that to the point where they had to shut the game down officially.
0: <laughs> I did not play it that much.
1: Cheating was like rampant in it at one point. Like, you would probably have like a 50 50 shot of getting into a fair match or one where the monster like could not be killed and could down everyone in one hit. And that is even weirder to me because they reduced so much of that game. They stripped out so much of what made it fun. It is even less fun to just be able to kill everybody in one hit. What the fuck
0: are you doing? Remember how busted Slim was? Yeah.
1: Slim (laughs) and, um... Oh, I forget his name, but the the little dwarf guy. Yeah, Yeah, they, they, they had the game so imbalanced that Slim could basically keep healing the shield guy and the shield guy could keep his shield up on Slim and no monster in the game ever at any point would have enough damage output to be able to kill either or
0: it was a good time God, it's not a even a fucking trash game and the thing is it, that wasn't even sort of like an impasse like oh he can't damage them but they can't damage him because slim's whole thing was that he heals by shooting the monster yeah and so there was like an unbeatable combination and yeah, then of course, just, you still have the other two hunters, just like yeah. being able to go whole hog if they wanted.
1: Yeah, if you're trying to deal with that shit and you got like a Markov who is just keeping their beam on you, like it, yeah, you're you're just dead, man.
0: God. Well, maybe they'll uh, be like Wow Classic and put out Evolve Classic at some point.
1: That would be nice. People would play that for a week, and then yeah. they would go
0: do something else. Yeah, It'd be a nice <laughs> so, week though.
1: It would be. It would be lovely to come back to that game and enjoy it for a little bit. Anyway, I still like when I see copies, physical copies of Evolve at like a Walmart <laughs> for like nineteen bucks. It's like no one's gonna buy this, man. Come on.
0: Are the servers even still active? No,
1: they're not. They oh. shut the servers down. Cool. So game's useless unless you want to play single player, which I think is just like that tutorial mission and that's yeah. it, because there was no campaign in that. There camp. wasn't. Yeah.
0: Well yeah. back for nice. Uh, back back, to for, back blood. for blood, yeah, back for blood, uh, yeah, it was all right, and the uh the beta will be completely open, I believe tomorrow today, if as you're listening to this, um mm. so hop on, see what you want, see what you like, see if you like it, how do you like it oh oh oh, how do you like it? And think of that Chris Farley video,
1: yeah, that's what everybody thinks of when that song comes on,
0: hmm What have you been playing?
1: Uh, well, I already said Dark Souls 2,
0: mostly. Doesn't matter. I watched two movies over the past couple of weeks, which have altered the the fundamental state of my consciousness.
1: Oh no, you've been changed.
0: I have. I'm never going to be the same again.
1: Okay. So I guess this is the segment of the podcast where we tried to determine which is worse. Suicide Squad or Power Rangers Turbo the movie.
0: Oh, I was just going to talk about both Power Rangers. Movies. I forgot about Suicide oh. Squad. Honestly, you, you did watch but, Suicide
1: Squad. I saw I you angrily tweeting about Suicide Squad.
0: I mean, that, that tells you how little of did an you like impact it? that. No, <laughs> how little of an impact that movie <laughs> had on me. That I'm mostly just thinking about Ivan Ooze again.
1: It was upsetting to me actually seeing how many people dis- dislike Suicide Squad because like those first trailers kind of interested me.
0: I mean I like James Gunn's other movies. It's the thing Gunn's, like this should have fine. been an easy like, yeah, sure. Fine. It's James Gunn
1: does Suicide Squad. That seems like a really perfect fit. Yeah. But then like it when it came out, I think I had one person on my timeline who enjoyed the movie.
0: Yeah, and we know we both know who it was.
1: Well, sure. There are some people who just like movies so much it really doesn't matter what movie it is. They're just glad to be watching a movie.
0: I guess so. Well, let Except... me tell you, this, this is not a five-bagger.
1: <laughs> no.
0: This isn't a, this is like a two-bagger.
1: Well, I mean, that's what you gave it on Letterboxd. That's true. So that, that tracks. Why don't you like Suicide Squad?
0: Uh, not funny. You one of those one s- thing. Martin Scorsese freaks? Well, yeah, that's beside the point. Yeah, you <laughs> we've documented that damn Goddamn Irishman. Uh, you ever finish the Irishman?
1: No, it's four hours long. (laughs) Come on.
0: That's like the combined length of both Power Rangers movies. Actually, it's longer.
1: (laughs) That's the size of one Justice League, and I already did that shit. Legally, I don't have to do it again. Yeah,
0: but uh, Irishman's good. That's the difference.
1: Yeah, that is true. Irishman has a lot more pathos than uh, Justice League, which is just my action figures are fighting.
0: Yeah, it should have started with Ben Affleck in the nursing home. In a wheelchair
1: Anytime Robert De Niro shows up They should be playing like the Wonder Woman hero theme
0: Oh yeah Yeah yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. The one that's really good (laughs) God Okay Why do you want Ask me anything about the Suicide Squad
1: Why is King Shark like that
0: We're not going to get into this (laughs) again I don't know I thought it would be funny I guess is it funny if you here's here's something if you want to see a good version of king shark go watch the harley quinn animated show
1: i should probably do that it is, it's pretty to, good we need to renew my hbo max subscription uh as they've been asking me to do because space jam isn't going to be on there <gasps> i only have so much time left to watch space jam
0: i mean turbo a power rangers movie is also not going to be on there much longer
1: I just, after seeing you watch that, searched for it on Paramount <laughs> Plus, just thinking, maybe, and thankfully it's not. So I I did not have to watch the Power Rangers Turbo movie. I did have to watch Star Trek The Next Generation, though, which is its own kind of hell. So I'm not gonna coming out of this, you know, unscathed. Uh,
0: so, okay, so suicide, it, suicide Squad, it's yeah. it's not funny. Uh the the action sequences are just like really badly edited in a really weird way. Um, it's kind of hard to describe. It has really, really annoying, constant like music choices in it, which I hate. Like, apparently I would have to guess that somebody because of guardians of the galaxy told James Gunn, you're really good at picking music for these sequences. You, You need to keep doing that. And no, like that worked in those of the well like the harley quinn part where she escapes is like that's the best action scene in the entire movie and it's it has just a gigolo playing over the entire thing (laughs) for no real reason
1: okay it that i'm assuming does not go thematically at all with everything that's happening on the screen
0: no not really there's like a a slow motion shot of everybody walking and it's got this pixie song over it and like that's the thing in guardians of the galaxy it was kind of it fit with it because of both the thing about um peter quill as a kid like having that yeah. connection with the mixtape and all that stuff or, or even like the whole thing of being rooted in the 80s um with yeah, the brandy it... and whatever um this, it, there, there's it moves no reason back in
1: through character and tone so mm-hmm. i'm i'm assuming nobody in this movie king shark doesn't have a mixtape that he's listening to the entire time and no. that the music choices are informed by that no that's a um bit of a bummer
0: um but the thing about the action parts being like the editing is so jerky and it cuts all the time like there's an early part where they're clearing out this camp and they're, like, sort of going left to right, and th- that part's all right, and then it just cuts, and they're going right to left. I couldn't tell if they were just, like, <laughs> going, like, out, because it's when a pe- it really Peacemaker goes on top of a camp, or uh, on top of a tent. I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be going the opposite direction, or if they were still, it turns out they were still going the same direction. It's just...
1: They go left to right again, and then they go right to left, and then the monster comes out of one door and chases them into another door, and then they hide in a trash can. But the monster's in a trash can with them. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about Scooby Doo again.
0: (laughs) You're always thinking about Scooby Doo. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: That's yeah. Peacemaker is going through the camp, and you can tell there's like one of the tents uh, is animated differently; (laughs) like it sticks out from the background. And you're it's, like, oh, somebody's got to come out of that one.
1: It's like a Looney Tunes cartoon where it's just like, oh, this rock's colored differently. <laughs>
0: I bet it's gonna fall. Uh huh. Um, but uh, like, John Cena is really good in this. Like, mean, Peacemaker is the best character in the movie. Um, sure. Aders- I heard about good. his
1: dedication to eating like thirty burritos and feeling like crap. Like,
0: I don't know about that.
1: You didn't hear about that?
0: No. I, I, guess some, I guess there's some I
1: guess there's some scene where he's eating a burrito or something like that and he was explaining that while shooting it they had to do so many takes he probably ate like 30 burritos and just felt like he wanted to die but okay. he just stuck with it because he's dedicated to his
0: craft. There's a part where you see him in like tidy whities and there's a very visible outline in there. So if you're looking for that the Suicide Squad's got you covered.
1: Finally, um, the DC Black Label movie I've been waiting for.
0: I mean, there is also a dong elsewhere. Uh, and nice. so, Okay, so actually most of the actors and everything and the characters in here I liked. I thought they were pretty good. Polka Dot Man is good. Um, it is kind of infuriating that there's finally a good Harley Quinn costume, and it's only for the first 10 minutes of the movie. Uh, because then she gets captured as, like, wearing that dress because she's supposed to be a bride for this, I guess, dictator or whatever. Um, by the way, the general guy in this is the same dude who is also, like, a general, I think, in Quantum of Solace. If you remember the guy with, like, the big chin. Oh, yeah. That goes yeah. and meets with Matthew Almarik.
1: I was um, going to cut you off and say the one from uh, The Living Daylights,
0: but Nicchio Del Toro?
1: No, the
0: the, the living. <laughs> I know that that's license. That's to license kill. to kill. No,
1: the, the the joke I was trying to make, and I, it was not coming together in my head, is how that dude plays the general in *The Living Daylights*. He's a villain, and then he just shows up again in *Goldeneye*. And he's a good guy now.
0: Jack Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I know what you're talking about. So it just Joe be funny. He just
1: shows. Yeah, Joe Don Baker should be in everything. He's great. <laughs>
0: Well, Give Jodan
1: Baker more roles.
0: I think he's dead. I'm pretty oh, sure. No. What?
1: When did this happen?
0: Probably like twenty years ago. Have I had to fuck? guess?
1: No. Is that why Jodan Baker's not been in anything? Uh, probably. Oh god damn
0: it! Christ. Well, thoughts and prayers to Jodan Baker's family. Uh, and if he's still alive, thoughts and prayers to Joe Don Baker, because <laughs> he's not long for this world. I've seen Mitchell. Uh, so, yeah, Suicide Squad, it, it gets, I will say the second half is much better than the first half, like when it actually introduces the plot of the movie um, and Peter Capaldi shows up as the thinker and you've got Starro in the mix. Like that stuff is a lot better, but it's not enough to salvage the whole movie. Um, Uh, i checked
1: joe don baker is still alive at 85 years old
0: well good for him what was the last movie he was in though
1: i i will find that out
0: please continue um the other thing is that unfortunately you would think with james gunn doing this and clearly having no issues killing characters off that you would get the actual suicide squad experience of like every character is expendable except harley quinn obviously they aren't going to kill her all. yeah yeah um and that that also is kind of annoying because she clearly sort of has plot armor as they call it in this movie where she should have been dead like five times um but uh instead they just do this thing where there are two squads and the one of them gets killed off at the beginning and then the other squad like the main one is just So pretty much all your
1: character deaths are done in the first half of the movie.
0: Pretty much, a couple of them die near the end, but eh, you're not going to care. Like it's nothing shocking or anything.
1: The last movie Joe Don Baker was in was Mud, starring Matthew McConaughey in in 2012. But he is also in Cowboys from Hell, which is to be announced. (laughs) (laughs) So after nearly a decade long break from acting. Joe Don Baker will be in something again.
0: That's going to, I guarantee you, that is something that's like in development hell that somebody has already shot his parts or something. Like it's a student film. uh, Also, it's hard to believe they didn't get him back for Mud 2 Still Dirty. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a missed opportunity, I think.
1: I mean, the, the worrying thing is if Cowboys from Hell, because there's no actual Wikipedia page for it. So I think like you probably got the right idea. But if yeah. it's like a, some sort of animated CG movie, that's usually a sign that this is the last thing this actor is ever going oh, to be like in. Sean Connery, Sean Connery. And also. Um, oh, God, why am I? Why am I blanking on this? The Godfather, the Godfather, oh, Marlon, Brando. Marlon Brando. Yeah, his last thing was some animated crap.
0: That's just what a lot of these old these, these old Orson Welles' last movie was Transformers.
1: Yeah. It's animated. Not quite the same thing that I'm thinking no, of. That has no, become no. a much more like common thing of old actors. They, they wrap it up with an animated picture. Yeah. Because, you know, they're in their home. They're on oxygen. They can't really move around much.
0: That's why Eric Roberts does all his stuff yeah. from home.
1: And someone's like, I know you're 95 years old, but please, I want you in my movie. Uh, let me look at your fucking script uh, Anyway Betty White's still alive The Suicide uh, Squad, not great I've, I've been monitoring Betty White's page For animated movies coming up uh, Nothing yet so. <laughs>
0: Because you know that's the that's the, that's the sign
1: Yeah, it's the death kneel
0: The omen <laughs> Okay Well
1: That's a bummer about Suicide Squad. I was actually kind of looking forward to that. I I don't typically look forward to DC movies. It's pretty much Shazam, the Batman, and sort of this. Like, I kind of forgot it was even coming out. Yeah, me too. But those, like, the first trailer, I thought, made it look fun. Yeah, sure. So it's a, it's disappointing to me that uh, you and, and virtually everybody else I've seen talk about it is not having a good time with that thing.
0: It's also just disappointing because, like, I understand they want to kill off the characters like early on. Both it's basically just the um, the X Factor gag from uh, oh. Deadpool two X Force, I guess. Not yeah, people X-Factor. flying
1: into power lines and stuff like that. Every death's a gag.
0: Yeah, kind of, but okay. there there is one that's pretty funny. But it's like The beginning kind of sets up It starts with Michael Rooker And he looks crazy And cool Like with his bizarre long hair And I would have liked for him to have been The main character of the movie But instead like he's just part of the squad That gets nuked immediately hmm.
1: um, So is Starro the main villain?
0: Kind of Okay I guess so, yeah
1: well, whatever. I'll completely forget about this thing and forget to look up spoilers later. So it's fine.
0: Like, there there are things in it that I like, that, especially when it sort of gets into the real gross, like, trauma stuff that there, I feel like there should have been more of specifically related to Starro. It just be the whole movie. Yeah. Like, they see the lab that they're keeping Starro in. There's just, like, a guy with that like everything below the waist is cut off. Another person's had one of the star things attached to their face and they peeled it off. It's just like missing skin. It's like an actual, like, you know, gross meat puppet. That's like vibrating oh, yeah. and stuff. It's like, that's the kind of thing that I want more of. Um, it just
1: look like that painting of that guy ripping his own face off. Yeah. Just basically. Eyes
0: bulging out. Kind of. Yeah. Um, But there's just not really enough of that, but I am interested in the peacemaker show uh because again want to see more of Cena as that character he's very good
1: yeah well it's a good thing James Gunn got canceled and then came back to produce the fucking Suicide Squad <laughs> <laughs> yeah his his first film since being put in culture jail for making d- rape jokes
0: uh, yeah I don't like, even remember what like it was a decade ago
1: yeah It was back when he was doing stuff for Troma too, right? Yeah, Yeah. I think it was
0: even before Guardians of the Galaxy 1.
1: I mean, it's a dumb thing to try to cancel him over, but I I also, like, I, I have enjoyed James Gunn stuff, but I also think I'm at a point where my patience for that kind of humor is running really thin. Like, it just seems like that to every single Marvel movie now is just trying to emulate the James Gunn style of humor.
0: And so mm. it just,
1: everything feels so samey and cookie cutter that I'm starting to just disconnect from it.
0: I guess so. He
1: th- just the made Marvel me want to watch sp- Super, really. Yeah. Speaking of rape jokes.
0: <laughs> yeah. That'll hit different now.
1: <laughs> I occasionally go back and rewatch that scene where um, Elliot Page's character gets... Their head blown off. Yeah, because it's just so arresting in that movie. <laughs> yeah, like you really do not expect to see that in as yeah. much detail and that close to the camera as they show it. Uh huh. God, yeah. Super's good. It's real it good. Is. Like that's. I'm sorry thing, like, about that, Suicide Squad. what Gunn. Suicide
0: Squad should have been like. That was kind of yeah. what I was expecting. Because like Super is like it's not goofy like it's a comedy but it's no. a very black comedy is pretty grim at points uh and also like it does have a touch of the surrealism in it you but...
1: think that rain wilson running around with a hammer is going to be a yuck a minute but then he actually brains somebody <laughs> it's a wrench <laughs> oh right it's a wrench It would have been better if it was a ball peen hammer it's more focused damage
0: Do you know what a ball-peen hammer is? I do not. (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) You're thinking of a claw hammer.
1: Thinking of a claw hammer. All right, well, whatever. Anyway, I look forward to the Batman coming out. I'm sure that's going to be a fucking mess. Yeah. Everything I've heard about that thing and just how difficult it has been to just finish that movie. I, I really wonder how good it's going to be.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, maybe that'll maybe. be in theaters. <laughs> maybe they're still saying that is going to be
1: in theaters only uh, in 2022. <laughs> but I really hate to break it to WB. There's still going to be a pandemic in 2022. There's always going to be a pandemic. It's not going away. Put it on HBO Max. Just do it. Like that's the thing I've been seeing a lot too. People going like, "I'm surprised that Suicide Squad's made so little in the theater." It's like, no shit. It's also on HBO Max. People don't want to actually go to a fucking movie theater if it can be helped. The amount of people I think who are like still enamored with the movie theater going experience
0: are very, very small in number. Yeah, it's just a select group of freaks who are way into it. Like
1: outside of the whole pandemic making it difficult and and movie theater locations being closed, kind of limiting people's access to them. Like I really do think when given the option of just sitting at home and watching a new movie on a streaming service you already have or going out, paying extra money and making a whole night of it, people are just going to stay in.
0: Black Widow, I believe, made almost as much money through Disney Plus as it did through the box office.
1: Well, that's good for a different reason. (laughs) I guess so. Because it didn't make much in the box office, right? Wasn't it like hugely uh,
0: underperforming? Uh, that was one of the ones where... It was more than I would have expected, really. Okay. Um, I believe it was... <sighs> I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but I, I... I want to say it was like 80 million at the box office and 60 through Disney+. Plus.
1: I just also want that bubble to burst. Is is the thing I want people to be able to I, I want them to be has. forced into a position Where they need to either do something new Or slow the hell down with it But yeah like I, I think That bubble probably is uh, If it hasn't already it's on the cusp of it
0: Yeah uh, I was trying to See exactly what the Box office numbers for Black Widow was Looks like uh, gross so far Has been 359 million Which is uh, below Godzilla Versus Kong so
1: god just think of that tweet that guy trying to say that suicide squad is the best movie wb has had all year no it's not godzilla vs kong
0: (laughs) i mean for as many issues as i had with mortal Kombat, i found it much more enjoyable than suicide squad
1: sure yeah i thought mortal Kombat was fine i had a decent time with that movie yeah sure anyway uh have you been watching any other good movies oh have i (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about the power rangers movie the first one before we get to turbo
0: george do you remember the power rangers boy do i it was a great time in the 1990s uh when children such as i got to tune in to the television and watch a bizarre reconstructed japanese show about people punching monsters until they exploded
1: yep patched together by some executive who saw the value in this Japanese property and was like, oh, he just reused footage from this.
0: That's right. Haim Saban, who seems like the sort of guy who would be in a gas station and tell you he drinks his grandson's pee. <laughs> um, he, um, he just kind of has that air about him. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, he took a look at this Japanese show and was like, I have an idea.
1: It was a good idea. It worked.
0: Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm he, not disagreeing with that.
1: He pitched a tour with some lady who worked at like Marvel. And I think she also was pitching the same idea.
0: Like, yeah, something like that
1: earlier or later than him. But like basically two totally different people saw the same property, had the same idea. It didn't float anywhere. They pitched it, didn't go anywhere. Then they met each other. And it all worked out from there. mama and daddy power rangers made it take off yeah and they made a fucking movie (laughs) and i dragged my mom (laughs) to go see it which i'm sure she was real happy about yeah i believe i told this story i had a vhs copy of the page master that i watched all the time not because i liked the page master It just had a trailer for the Power Rangers movie in front of it. (laughs) And so I would just always put it in to watch the trailers for that movie uh, before it came out. I think that was like the first movie I really got like hyped up for.
0: Yeah, probably me too.
1: And then they spend most of that movie in their shitty ninja costumes. So I got
0: swindled. No, they don't.
1: That's the thing. I swear they do. No. I saw it recently. It feels like they're they're in those costumes way too damn much in the film. They're barely
0: in them. Like it's just the one part that they're in the ninja costumes for. I just want them
1: in those cool movie versions of the regular Power Rangers. I hate those. They're terrible. They look bad. They look so much worse than when they weren't going to have faceplates. Have you seen (laughs) that shit? No. Oh man. So all right, you know how it's a very common thing now. You can't have Tony Stark in the Iron Man mask all the time. You need to show it's Robert Downey Jr. on the screen. He needs to right.
0: Spider Man Uh, has to have his mask taken off at some point. Yeah.
1: It's also in their contract that you need to see the actor. Mm-hmm. But uh, what the Power Rangers movie tried to do initially to kind of figure that stuff out was they were going to remove the silver uh, mouthpiece and the visor on all the helmets, but then leave the rest of the helmets alone. So you would just see the actors mouths and their eyes all the time. And it looked fucking terrible. Hmm. And so they thankfully like pulled back and were like, "This is a this is a bad idea. We can't do this. These costumes look like crap." Uh, but those costumes still exist. They're on display in in some Hollywood museums. Uh, so you can totally look them up and see what those looked like. Man, okay. what a bad idea!
0: <laughs> uh, I did read. I was wondering like why they screwed up the costumes so badly. Uh, apparently, those costumes were made of like actual metal. Uh, and it, they were extremely heavy and all the actors hated them and it, like, caused them back pain. <laughs> uh, so, that's cool. Totally worth it, guys. Jeez. Um, Okay, so, the Power Rangers. Uh, teenagers with attitude. Uh, Zordon gets some Zordon in this movie for some reason looking like Uncle Fester wearing, like, a, a space blanket. Yeah. Still not sure what's up with that. Looks like one of those, like virgin killer sweaters actually (laughs) interesting so
1: so Ronnie can't wear
0: that there's teens in the room they're gonna put you on a list he's laying in this crystal bed you can't see the back it's fine so (laughs) all right the they're 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 skydiving uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers is on the soundtrack So that influenced you as a child That's why you love the peps No, I um, fucking
1: hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers
0: <laughs> You're a huge fan of them One like of your damn, top I three bands of all time
1: Oh fuck off This isn't even funny as a joke
0: Weren't you the one who was like Everybody loves Red Hot Chili Peppers That's what Peppers, I thought
1: right? I mean, I've known a disproportionate amount of people Who like Red Hot Chili Peppers Versus those who don't So it was surprising to me to find out That like no I just know a bunch of weirdos With bad taste of music Give it away, give it away,
0: give it away now. Come on, how can you not like that?
1: Can't wait for the outro at the end
0: of this episode to be zipher. <laughs> that's just that's a classic song. <laughs> the Power Rangers go skydiving. <laughs> bulk and skull are there uh, yeah. no, notably at one point um they are about to jump out of the airplane without uh, parachutes or helmets on and this yeah. is pointed out to them and then they jump out of the airplane without putting a parachute or helmet on
1: skull uh, breaks every bone in his body but survives and is in a body cast for the rest <laughs> of the movie
0: well thankfully no uh that that's just like a weird continuity thing nobody noticed <laughs> despite it being pointed out in the movie um
1: it's fine. The Skull will just get on top of Bulk, and Bulk will bounce off the ground like a hippity-hop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, th- this, I don't remember why they even did this. Like, it, it's for some charity thing. It doesn't matter. They yeah. go down, there's a kid, there's his dad. This kid is, like, uh, introduced in this movie uh, sort of as a side character, I guess, because yeah. they think kids want to see a kid. They well, want him it's... to be a hero
1: it's the Ninja Turtles thing, isn't it? Yeah, Where you, you that. have this children's franchise coming to the big screen. And so you need to have a child character for the kids to relate to, even though really you don't actually need to do that, Right? that they're not that was, there to see the child character. That was a
0: big thing in the nineties. For some reason, they would yeah. always think we need a sort of a, a self insert for the kids, yeah. uh, even though the show did not have that. So I don't know why, whatever yeah. it gets way worse in the second. Um, So some guys are doing some construction and get a giant egg. And from this egg comes Ivan Ooze, who is great. He's just, he's a flamboyant old gay man who has come from some other planet. Well, he's been trapped there, I guess, by Zordon. And he just wants, he wants to get his ooze out in the world. It's a a mind controlling thing. He, He wants to, well, first he enslaves them or he's he enslaves all of the adults in what's angel grove uh to dig up his basically zords these like chrome it's like a scorpion and an ant or something uh his like morphogenetic monsters i think he calls them
1: yeah uh,
0: and, and also he just like he puts rita and zed in a snow globe that's yeah
1: it. that so another complaint I have about this movie is there's Worf's not enough, them. there's not enough Rita and Zed in yeah. this for my liking.
0: I agree. But no, Especially because is it's this pretty good? Rita. <laughs> Yeah.
1: They got the, they got the, it's real. They got, they changed the actor at some point, right? Because right. the thing was they used all the footage from Japan up to the point where they kind of ran out of footage to use. Because they introduced Zed, and so you, you know, Zed is an American creation, and you can't just splice him into these scenes of Rita. So now you need to have an actress to play Rita. So you get a real purdy lady to do it, but you still have her voiced (laughs) in this really shrill, just shrieking hiss of voice. The Rita voice is so good, though. It is. I still really like that Power Rangers episode where, like, Kimberly becomes Rita for a while, and so she, like, affects that voice. I don't she does such that. a good... Oh,
0: man, you should look up clips. That actress does such a good impression of Rita Repulsa. It's great. Man, you know... Alright, skipping ahead a bit, but I'm gonna say, like, seeing Turbo at a young age with both Diva Talks and Evil Kimberly in that movie yeah. may have had some effect on me. <laughs> and does something some to point. your brain. Yeah, not really sure what. But
1: As for me, I just, uh, you know, I got that ooze fetish now Because oh, of this, the, the first movie, I just, I love me some ooze
0: The 90s were all about ooze for some That's reason That's right I don't know and, uh, why they're
1: dropping, they're dropping gacks on heads yep. Ivan's putting his pheromone ooze in jars It's Ooze mania
0: sweep the nation That's right Kids, well. loved, kids loved goop Kids still love goop uh, Yeah, it turns out, actually, they do my niece has this
1: uh toy that she loves to play with that is basically just like the kind of goop that they used to put in jars when we were kids. So yeah. it's still a thing.
0: Yeah. I mean I got some like to clean out my keyboard and like parts of my car. And you know what? It's fun to squish around, it turns yeah. out.
1: Uh put it between your toes, you can upload that and make a few bucks. No.
0: no. <laughs> Clips for sale over here.
1: <laughs> There's nothing you can't do with ooze.
0: <laughs> anyway. Ivanou's uh, enslaves all of the um the adults of Angel Grove, and uh, in the process of this, like he wrecks Zordon's like, tube or whatever. Yeah. And so Alpha like...
1: has to keep turning him over so he doesn't get bud sores. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> there's the part where mankind visits him and shows a <laughs> Mr. Sako.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> Number five just flailing his arms in the air as he notices that he's shoving Sako with his Zordon's unconscious mouth.
0: I was gonna say when he finds out that it's actually not a nurse, it's a Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: Oh, no. Still calling a sexy nurse outfit. He's just beating the shit out of Zordon, who's in
0: the Virgin Killers. <laughs> That's why I think about you, you piece of trash.
1: Ay ay ay, indeed.
0: <laughs> so, uh, after the um the Rangers beat up some of the goo men, uh, who look strangely Rastafarian, I'm not sure what the deal is with that. Um, like the, the thing is, those fight sequences are actually pretty good like they have an energy to them i'm not sure why they still do all of the cartoon sound effects and at one point uh like a cartoon eyes bugging out, which is really weird
1: it's some real roger rabbit shit yeah well that fight
0: it's It's he, he, he he deflates like squidward in that episode too after they do that it's yeah weird um but you get good stuff in there like them kicking them like across this construction site and splattering or um Kimberly like air juggling a guy like Dante from Devil May Cry. There are good things in there. Yeah. Um then they go to this planet, they, they meet a barbarian lady, uh, who then gives them the ninja powers. Which... I hate the
1: ninja costumes so much. I never liked them as a mm. kid. Now I'm not them. a fan.
0: Oh mind them, I guess. But the weird thing is so they get those ninja costumes they get the ninja powers and the zords uh which she gives them all the the zords and she's like you are the ape strong and intelligent you, you're the you're the crane uh the agile whatever and she gets to a black ranger and he's like I'm a frog. And she's just like Yes, a, a frog that turns into a prince when kissed. And that's it. That's the only thing she says to him. N- nothing about like the advantages of a frog. It's just like, eh. What are yeah. you gonna do? Uh
1: look, all these words that came from Japan, you get what
0: I give. Yeah. So, You're gonna have to
1: just deal with it, man. Right, I don't like, know.
0: Like that's obviously supposed to be like some sort of reference to Jiraiya or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, whatever.
1: Kids don't know what Jiraiya is.
0: No, they wouldn't know until Naruto came out like long yeah. after this.
1: But they know like Princess and the Frog story, so there you go. It's sure, it, yeah.
0: Uh, so then they go, they they fight like a dinosaur skeleton and some guy's at a temple, and then after that, um, they restore Zordon's power, and then they're just like, oh, now we're back in our regular costumes again there was I'm no sure. reason for any of the ninja stuff really that's the only time they're in it that's what i'm saying i they are not in the ninja costume for I very swear long that they are but then they go back and they're just in their regular mighty Morphin things except they have the ninja swords, which makes no sense
1: yeah
0: uh and then you get the worst part of the movie Which, with some of the worst CGI I have ever seen. Oh, it's so bad. It is truly terrible. It is sub reboot level CGI
1: this isn't even that they got a silicon graphics workstation this is
0: (laughs) no i don't know what this is this is it's like a a screensaver or something this is some
1: shit that like news stations use to come up with graphics in like the late 80s that they they repurposed to do like the zords fight at the end of this movie and then when they were done rendering it it burst into flames
0: (laughs) Uh, so yeah they have a zord fight with the ivan who's looks really really bad he like merges with his sort of zord characters and oh man yeah that's the worst part like they didn't even bother to lip sync him like he talks during it and his mouth doesn't even move which is really it's... good when
1: did this movie come out it was like 95
0: yes that sounds right
1: and deep space uh, 9 came out it was before that it was like ninety. I, the, I bring this i bring star trek up yet again because the cg in deep space nine for odo turning into goop man is <laughs> yeah. better than any of the stuff in the power rangers movie and that was a, just a tv show
0: yeah
1: that like star trek's always had a tight budget i'm sure the ds9's budget was fairly tight too and they did better graphics work the, the cg in this looks like the cg of the andross head in, in an early trek episode uh, called "Where Silence Has Lease." Oh yeah, <laughs> I have terminal Mike of brain. I'm sorry. Okay, it's in its final stages. Nobody has ever survived.
0: Anyway, they go into space and then they knee him in the crotch and then he gets <laughs> exploded by a comet. And the best part is, like, apparently the uh, groin injury move is like behind like a a break glass to use button, which is maybe <laughs> the funniest thing in the entire movie. <laughs> Uh, like they go through this whole thing of like breaking the glass, pushing this big red button, and then they just like sort sort of knee him in the groin. Uh, and he's like, "Oh my groin!" And he floats off and gets exploded by a comet. The comet's on fire, by the way, for some reason. Uh, and then they celebrate with the kid who also like he was on a train. Yeah. And he got he got the kids out. Of the ooze controlled by spraying water on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: he's still here it sucks yeah
0: the movie though like overall bit, though, it was like yeah, it was all right
1: you did get a good bit though of his dad coming home and finding the jar of ooze on the table <laughs> and kind of looking out and being like oh what's this and then opening it up and just i don't know man playing with some ooze slopping it around <laughs> yeah sure. Uh, i also like the whole design of ivan Ooze's like factory place i think that the set design of that the set design in general in this movie i think is actually probably one of the stronger suits like the 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 control room where zordon is i think has a really good look to it i like the redesign of zed and rita's palace a whole lot
0: yeah oh i have a question for you since you're you remember more of the power rangers than i do was the pig ever in the show the pig yeah have like what? a pig minion. It's like the Goldar is oh. there, and then this pig guy. And I don't remember the um, pig guy. It's not the like, big pig with the the cool like no, Roman centurion. I mean, helmet. that's
1: what that's what confused me. I think he might have been. I think he was an addition to one of the later series, or not series, but seasons. But like, Babu's not,
0: getting... not here. Yeah. Finster isn't.
1: No. But I think he might have got added around like I remember Rita's brother was like the skeleton that was like yeah. done up to look like a soldier? Yeah, Rito. I think that he might have got added when that character came around, but I'm okay. not sure. because uh, I tried to go back and rewatch Power Rangers like I was gonna say uh. recently, but it was more like maybe three or four years ago because it was on Netflix. And I got through like the uh, Green Ranger arc, and then, I don't know, I just found other stuff to do. So I never got back to, yeah, I never got up to the part where Zed shows up. Um,
0: So, yeah. Well, I wonder, because it's weird, because the the pig man has a monocle. Like, he's supposed to be a fancy lad, but he's not. He's just kind of a regular dumb henchman. I don't know what was up with that. Anyway, Power Rangers, the movie... Yeah, it's alright. I don't I was, regret watching it.
1: It's gonna bring up there's no Scorpina in this movie. Nope. We'll talk about pretty power rangers yeah. ladies. Scorpina. Yep. And bring me back to weird shit that just got into kids' heads. I wonder how many people got into giantess stuff from Scorpina getting real tall.
0: Oh. <laughs> I had not considered that. Uh,
1: I, I often mm. think about, like, how many, like, just... I don't want this to become what the podcast is about. I'll get off it very quickly. But (laughs) how many weird, like, not to say weird and shame anybody, but like very specific fetishes that have entered into the mainstream, especially with our generation. And I I keep thinking about like, okay, well, what's like the common point of origin for some of this stuff? Because we all digested roughly the same media around the same time. Yeah. And I think it just stuck with some people In different ways than others mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't know I just so. not, I watch Power Rangers And I think like oh well there's Giganta's stuff and oh, there's mind control And these people are into goop Yeah I've yep. Gave some people their sexual awakening
0: <laughs> Much to think about From yeah. Power Rangers It's uh, a lot
1: to unpack Now let's talk about all the tips that are in the Power <laughs> Rangers turbo movie
0: <laughs> there's a lot it Big turns out bouncing bazongas <laughs> so my favorite part about this is i read about i i went to look at the diva talks page on the uh power rangers wiki and they apparently changed her from the japanese villain because the japanese villain was too booba for them what and, yeah Oh, uh, and and so this was their solution <laughs> <laughs> And then they did that in the movie, and then I guess we're like, oh, you can't do that on television. Uh, And then (laughs) changed her costume for the TV version to be much less uh, good. You gotta have
1: a little (laughs) something there to get Dad involved in the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there just for Daddy. There's a lot of
0: it, though. It's a lot. (laughs) Like, for a PG movie, it's very strange.
1: I never saw the Power Rangers Turbo movie. Uh, back in the day, I watched the original run of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and then it went to that Zio crap. And like very early into that, I just bounced off completely. I don't think I watched maybe more than like three or four episodes of that thing, and then I was just done with it.
0: So um, I, I watched Zio. Of course, I was younger than you. You're an elderly man. That's right. Um, but I watched some of Zio. But even like as a wee child, my interest was waning throughout it. Yeah. Uh, So I didn't have a whole lot of interest from the end But then I watched this movie and was like Well, I'm done with Power Rangers Because this was real bad
1: Well, I remember too not liking them replacing the three actors uh, Red Ranger, Yellow Ranger, and Black Ranger I think like a certain amount of that was just familiarity As a kid, I latched onto these specific characters And so seeing them go away, I didn't want to give anything else a chance Yes, Uh, I agree But I also don't know how much of it is just a kid's attention span Is built differently And so it's very easy to just watch Like two seasons of something go That's enough and then move on to something completely else Or completely different
0: I Um, think like as a kid When they replaced the ones For the movie I was able to deal with it But then when they replaced Like Kimberly And uh, Billy that was when I was like no, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no well, I, this.
1: I think why I stuck as long as and I, I felt did. Betrayed. Though, is, yeah, I think I stuck as long with it as I did though because the White Ranger is cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Which is still fun to think about how that's just completely taken from a totally different season <laughs> of Super Sentai.
0: Which, again, we'll get into that here in Turbo yeah. and.
1: Um, for that matter, the White Ranger is a manlet in Super Sentai. He is shorter than everybody else because he's actually like a 12-year-old boy.
0: Again, we will get into yeah. turbo.
1: It's nice so, to have a Power Ranger I can relate to being <laughs> five feet wait, tall.
0: Wait, is, is White Ranger like actually shorter than the rest? I thought it was a kid yes. that gets Shazammed.
1: I think he is Shazam, but he is still diminutive compared to everybody else on the team.
0: Okay. They still
1: well, try to convey that he's younger, so he's tinier.
0: Mm, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I kind of thought like I should maybe I kind of wanted to go back and watch episodes like to try to see how they splice that together. Oh, it's like really if I would notice now, like yeah, how they did that.
1: That's why I stopped watching Power Rangers. That's right, because I did the Super Sentai thing like around the same time. Because that's the the idea I got in my head was I want to see how these compare. And kind of go episode to episode, but then like I had already gotten like so far into Power Rangers, I needed to like watch so many episodes of Super Sentai to catch up, and then I just wanted to watch Super Sentai the yeah, entire time because it's just way better. Like,
0: you got Rita screaming at this baby to cry and like doing a 911. Like, yes. why would you go back?
1: <laughs> that first episode, she makes her pre-
0: she makes her presence known
1: by ripping a skyscraper up out of the fucking earth and then slamming it down like onto the moon and like her palace is up on there and then she's riding like an old tiny bicycle with like the big front wheel and she's just riding it around like a witch like that's her broom and she's cackling and just going like i fucking hate kids kids are (laughs) the fucking worst it's not wrong (laughs) she transports all the power rangers to like a weird vapor wave dimension where she appears like on the other side of the ocean in a gigantic CRT that just rises up from the waves. Super Sentai owns it's really really good. Yeah, I bet. Anyway, so, just, you should watch it. I think it's uh, still on a uh, shout factory or whatever. I mean, have that's to just still like, around. sit
0: here at home and watch Super Sentai. Who who does that?
1: Oh, what a terrible fate!
0: <laughs> like, I've got other things I could be doing
1: you, you watch the Power Rangers Turbo movie Literally anything yeah, else I can watch can it at work time. I can
0: put it on my iPad and watch All it at right. work I don't have to like sit here at home where I could be doing anything else
1: Larry we gotta actually just get into it I need to stop All sidetracking right. you I've never watched this movie Let the shit wash over me Explain Power Rangers Turbo
0: Turbo a Power Rangers movie Which is its title that's uh, even worse. I open. already
1: am just completely not on board with this. It
0: opens with a forest scene and a horrible little animatronic, like, goblin man uh, frolicking through it. Uh, he, he looks is... like
1: the monster from the episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> 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 you know, mm-hmm. the one that Shelly from Twin Peaks turns into.
0: I mean, he looks like the troll from uh, Ernest Scared Stupid more than anything else. <laughs> um so he gets he's chased by these monsters and like zooms out he makes his way to earth zordon's like hey the the, this little gnome man is on earth you need to go get him he's got his power something i don't care they go (laughs) go find him tommy and um what's her, the pink ranger in this one uh
1: not kimberly the one with the blonde hair right? right yeah
0: the australian one um, i
1: don't remember her name i don't care about her i did not commit it to memory
0: i don't know they go to find him uh he has become friends with the apes um <laughs> they like, do stuff in nature like there's a snake she gets attacked by a snake uh, it like creeps up behind her and tommy's like all right I'm going to count to three. When I count to three, jump away. He counts to three, and she leaps away and does a roll right off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, and then meanwhile, uh, Tommy is fighting the snake, like rolling around and punching it like Jean-Claude Van Damme in Hard Target.
1: (laughs) Uh, I know it doesn't happen, but I'm imagining this, like, she rolls off a cliff thing as, like, she rolls, and then there's just a cut a cut there's a cliff and just a like obvious dummy is getting thrown (laughs) off of it just spinning through the air
0: no so the best part about that is she like is hanging from the cliff tommy does not help her he's busy (laughs) fighting the snake of course Uh, she's trying to like reach her i guess her morphing bracelet or whatever and like ends up she loses her grip on the cliff falls down It tries to morph in midair and it looks like it succeeds and then she hits the water and I guess that just disables it. Do Do you remember how, all right, this is very similar to the quicksand thing, but how when we were kids, every sort of movie like this made us believe that whitewater rapids would be a major issue in our lives
1: oh yeah, yeah like yeah. at some
0: point you were going to find yourself in rapids
1: i like mean it's just
0: something that happens to everyone
1: to to be fair i know this wasn't the case for you i'm not going to talk to you but you're not in a place that has any water at all it's totally gone some. state of no water no rivers no lakes no oceans nothing
0: no rivers uh, you're well, no you're ocean, living but... you're
1: living in the tank girl movie <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm a mutant kangaroo
1: That's right Uh, I grew up in Oregon though and we had a river That ran very close to our home that had Whitewater Rapids So it was actually much more of a concern for me Because you wouldn't have to get carried that far down that river Until it's Whitewater Rapids time And then your head's bouncing off of rocks Mm. Uh, So I could have probably benefited From Power Rangers The Turbo movie uh, Power Rangers
0: (laughs) Yep (laughs) Uh Anyway, they get out of that it, it's this weird thing where also uh Pink Ranger <laughs> I should remember Catherine, I think, is her name. She uh like busts her leg up and like really graphically especially for a nice. PG movie, like it's got like blood and she's like got sp- in a splint later on and stuff. It's weird. Uh, anyway, the, the goblin man like ETs her leg and makes her okay again, so it's fine. He never just does wanna, that again, you know, by the way.
1: Stick his fingers in that gash and get it infected, and
0: uh-huh. just feel around in there.
1: <laughs> just squishing around, just blood pouring out. Tommy being like, "I think it's going to help you."
0: So, so Diva talks, <sighs> the uh, space pirate lady who is very good. Uh, every yeah. time she's on screen, it is a highlight. I do not. Well, eh, I kind of like her <laughs> henchman. He sucks, but in like a funny way elgar he he's he's a real freaky looking weirdo she's also got this other guy who doesn't do anything uh but he's like his face kind of looks like a terror dog from ghostbusters and he has this armor that looks like it's from warhammer or something it's so huge and like top heavy that there's no way he would be able to do anything or there's a part where they're going through a door and you would think they would make a joke about how he can't fit through it but they don't, they just cut away and never acknowledge that there's no way he could possibly get oh, through the door.
1: Would have been good if he tries to get through, like, a Goomba.
0: Yeah, exactly, like, you know, try and get him sideways or yeah, something.
1: Yeah, sideways, then also has to, like, duck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um.
0: The weird thing, another weird thing about that is I was looking at their versions in the Japanese show, uh, and the Japanese version of Elgar looks way eviler. he's sort of like joker-fied elgar kind of oh no uh but the other guy with the armor looks basically the same to the point where i'm not sure why they bothered making a different version of him because it's near identical um
1: i wonder how much of that stuff though is the the time difference between when the series came out and maybe certain parts of the suit are damaged and so they just need to be replaced
0: maybe uh, funny like a funny thing about elgar we'll design
1: is... redesign like minor parts of the suit where it's damaged and then you know put our own it's, parts on it it's
0: basically just his face is the only thing that changed so maybe yeah. um although elgar his uh, lips move his mouth does not so when he talks it's just his lips moving <laughs> up and down I mean, those
1: those rubber suits they don't hold up to time well no. at all. They they rot very very quickly. I'm sure you've seen all the pictures of the original like Ninja Turtles movie costumes yeah. and how they are just like peeling, in advanced states of decomposition. Uh, those power the power Rangers suits that I had mentioned from the first movie they also are like similarly decomposed. They they look really gnarly.
0: Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So anyway, all right, Turbo it's about cars right the rangers the Zords, are cars now
1: mm. beep beep Hong Kong.
0: yep the japanese okay. series was car ranger
1: which as we know is not necessarily a bad concept we watched that episode of a super sentai show that was about trains and that was like weirdly right. compelling
0: exactly um,
1: even though we're not train freaks no it helped that there was like a you know a robot lady who wanted to get spanked a lot but
0: <laughs> yeah
1: neither here nor there
0: but also, I think the thing with that was the trains, like, they had special powers. It was like imagination powers or something. Sure. Here, it's just like, they're cars. They don't even look interesting. Like, they're just an SUV. Like, I, I, had, I posted a whole thread when I was watching this on Twitter. But the the idea to me is that, like, the, um, the dinosaurs and ninja zords and stuff, like, Zordon doesn't care about that. Because like, that's just, like, normal to him. But to him, like, he gets here on Earth, it's it's like the Transformers, like, he sees a Thunderbird, and he's like, that is the craziest thing I have ever seen. (laughs) An El Camino what? (laughs) Why are you talking, I'm gonna make these into Zords, the kids are gonna love them. (laughs) Even though it's just like, congratulations, here's an SUV. It's got lights on it. Want to drink and drive the Megazord tonight. Yeah. Anyway, it's about cars. So, the enemies are in a submarine for the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> As you would expect. They're in a submarine shaped like a fish. Um then uh All right, so they they want to capture the gnome man because they want to sacrifice him to summon this primordial evil because Deviatis wants to marry him. Uh, nice. Yeah, and that's pretty good.
1: You got to put but, yourself out there, you know?
0: Yeah. Turns out, also they have captured uh, No Man's Wife and Baby, which I think is not revealed until later for some reason. Um. So, like, none of this mat. It don't matter. None of this matters. The point is, they get the the Zords, and then they drive across the desert for a little bit, going "woohoo!" Zords, the cars. Yeah. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> anyway they get on a ghost ship like a pirate galleon and they spend the next 30 minutes on that oh good um they do not do any driving for the rest of the movie in fact just
1: like the ninja shit
0: yeah basically
1: movie. way too damn much time
0: there is one part where he's i i think it's um black ranger or no he's like green now um johnny young Bosch, i forget his character's hmm. name who's just like i'm gonna go check out this island and he like gets into his suv thing and apparently it can drive in the water uh Looks okay. real bad, by the way. Doesn't look like an actual car at all. Just looks like kind of cardboard. I got a,
1: I got a question for you. Yeah, what? This will, this will be really damning to the integrity of the Power Rangers Turbo movie. Is there ever a car chase scene as engaging or fun or violent as the one in the Super Mario Brothers movie?
0: Oh, no. there is no. do you think chase.
1: what it, you think that's what it should be if it's all about like vehicles in this power rangers movie that there should be like some really fucked up crazy car chases in it some mad max ass like yeah flipping like there's putties are driving cars or hooting and hollering and making weird (laughs) sounds hanging out the windows and they they flip over that car does like seven spins against the ground and blows up and all the putties die
0: I mean, maybe that's what the Sentai version of, like, maybe that's what Car Ranger is. It would not surprise me if that version is way better than the American one. I'm just one.
1: thinking about the Fury Road thing of, like, the giant yeah. car that had, like, the drums and the, uh-huh. uh, the... the that with the guitar with the frames coming out yeah. of it. But it's all putties. Yeah. It's all putties, except for the one with the guitar. That's Lord Zed. Yeah. Anyway, I know that Lord Zed and Rita are in this movie. You showed me that (laughs) clip.
0: Yes, so that's the best part of this movie, is at one point, (laughs) Diva Talks is just like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to call up an expert on the matter, and has like an old-timey phone that she picks up, and calls Rita, who is apparently on a honeymoon or something with Zed, and Zed is just napping with like a little sleep mask on over his eyes. And that's it. That's all you get, but it was a highlight of the movie
1: yeah she's like wow. how do you defeat the power rangers she's like i don't know run that's what she what done me. that shit ages ago <laughs> fuck off yeah
0: she gave up yeah
1: uh, i do like later on in the actual power rangers series that they've been banished and are living like in a camper on the moon yeah like i think that's real good just these this group of doofuses that have become kind of a family are just living in a camper now completely destitute
0: I mean, really, like, Power Rangers kind of has a thing sort of like JoJo, where the uh, yeah. villains just sort of become ineffectual doofuses.
1: Yeah, it's great. I like that.
0: Yeah. So, um, okay, the, whatever, skipping all of that, there, there's some turtle men who appear on the ship, and they fight them a little bit. So there's a kid, again uh who has been introduced and now he is the Blue Ranger and he shazams into the Blue no, Ranger. No. And so that's why I was wondering if this was like if that's how it is in the Japanese version or if that is like specifically a reference to the White Ranger. Like that's sort of their homage to the White I, Ranger.
1: I think that's their homage, but I think also like Because I feel like look, the Japanese series
0: would not have done that like so close to together. In two different series.
1: Well, I don't think it was close together. Is the thing I think that that stuff happened like years and years and years before even the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was out. Uh, like that—that's kind of the thing—is the disparity in time between when each of these series got made and what they're pulling footage from specifically is actually quite great up until a certain point well, where it's kind of tightened up in like later seasons. But well, see, uh, I,
0: I thought Turbo was like when they were basically neck and neck
1: i don't think it was but i might be wrong about that i don't know a whole lot about turbo because i I Um, thought the
0: thing was they like kind of burned through a lot with mighty morphin because they had like the regular one they had zyu ranger and then they had the ninja one and then whatever the one the white ranger is from it's
1: like a chinese themed one
0: yeah yeah because that yeah Um, that had like the chinese like dragon zord yeah everything
1: and when they did they did their cool poses, they did like kind of Chinese martial arts, mm. you know, moving their hands and it, it looks real cool. The intro sure. theme to that specific Super Sentai series is really, really good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think part of it, though, and I don't remember what the feedback that movie was given at the time or the original Powers, Power Rangers movie, for that matter. I didn't care. I was probably too busy trying to convince my mom to buy me a 32X, uh, but... <laughs> no. It's the whole thing. But I would have to think that maybe people did not react to good to the kid in the first movie because he's not a Power Ranger. And so it's just like, well, you got this kid fucking around, not doing anything, Power Rangers related, this sucks. But you still gotta have a kid as your like surrogate for your child audience. So the kid also has to then be a Power Ranger, so you can address the criticism from the first movie. I think it might Bad have been idea. them having their cake and eating it too
0: yeah maybe i don't know bad idea don't want kids yeah.
1: no anyway do you like power rangers turbo the movie no
0: what? So, <laughs> okay so now they have the team assembled they uh, oh also um diva has captured kimberly and jason they were both they were like scuba diving for some reason mm. they just like i think just happen upon them and are like yeah well let's pick them up um and so she brainwashes them to be evil uh, okay. To f- fight the rangers Which, okay, this is all fine um, They get to the island Where they're going to summon The bad guy she wants to marry uh, Turns out he's just like Some sort of lame lava guy like a <laughs> Sort of a lava demon Thing comes out uh, She man, also seems disappointed different. by this To he be fair You look
1: different in your profile picture yeah, well, uh, It's the angles Um yeah. But, uh, that's from a few years ago. I need to update it. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, they they unevil Kimberly and Jason. Um, they they get they do the Megazord. The Megazord looks like crap, by the way. It looks like a really bad Comic Con cosplayer of Beautiful Joe. Um, <laughs> like the mech Beautiful Joe uses. I mean, it's got these tiny stubby arms. It all, it all looks terrible. And it's basically I, the thing is that there's nothing like movie-like about this fight. It's basically just it grows big. They get in the Megazord, they hit it a couple of times. They use the sword and it explodes. I have it. a
1: confession to make. I yeah, played the Megazord in the Power Rangers Turbo movie. It was me.
0: Well, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Well, I'm built the way God made me.
0: Do you get royalties from no. some saddle sack like me? God, the movie? God,
1: no. They didn't even pay me.
0: Oh, I see
1: They they let me have my run of the craft services table And they didn't have anything I wanted So I had to go over to the cheer set
0: and... <laughs> I knew you were going to say it I knew you were going to make reference To the Star Trek documentary you watched Where they talk about how they didn't have enough food And they had to go steal it from the cheer set And then William Shatner is just like ha 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 ha, ha
1: has it ruined my brain this franchise yeah Um,
0: it really has
1: (laughs) they should just let diva talks marry her weird lava man like i don't get what the problem is just let her find love guys what the fuck
0: zordon says if she does that then he'll become too powerful for any of them to be able to destroy or something and he'll destroy the universe or something i don't know Oh, you wait matter. until the honeymoon is over And the magic kind of wears off and It's also it'll great be fine. You can tell this isn't a real movie in many ways But especially because Zordon doesn't even like He looks way worse than in the first movie It's just like A barely animated Sort of gif of his bald head <laughs> On this tube It looks terrible
1: I kind of want to watch this movie now I, I need to see for myself How terrible it is
0: Oh the bulk and skull stuff I forgot to mention Bulk oh, and Skull, yeah. so it starts out pretty good with them being cops for some reason.
1: Well, that was in the uh, show too.
0: Yeah? I don't yeah. remember that.
1: Well, you know, uh, cops, they like to abuse their power, and there's <laughs> no bigger bullies on this planet than Bulk and Skull, so naturally they want to become police officers. Yeah, th- there was a whole thing about, like, uh, they start working for the police or detective or something, so it's like you get a lot of real good stuff of basically like bulk and skull turn in your badge and your gun, <laughs> like that level of humor going that, on. With that the basically two of them. happens at the beginning of this. It's great. <laughs> I, I bulk and skull like persists throughout a lot of the series. I think one of the last times they show up, they're like working at some sort of like cabana thing. Like they run their own sort of like beachside bar or
0: something. Cool. Like but, but cabana. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh.
1: I really like the, I, I love in school a lot i i want what they have uh
0: don't steal my posts how dare do you do it to me
1: no i don't i i want what rita and zed have which is to say an exposed brain and a wife whose tits can gore me
0: <laughs> okay so it starts with them um i guess working security somehow despite being actual police officers i guess uh at uh like a stadium yeah like a baseball game. And uh that crazy skull he can't get mustard out of this squeeze bottle. And so he's trying to get mustard out. And it occurred to me how much skull looks like Bobcat goldweight during the sequence. And I could not like get it out of my head. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm
1: just thinking about Bulk doing the uh oh, hell it looked real enough bit from Die Hard.
0: <laughs> he was a kid I shot a kid. This is
1: why they've been demoted to security as bulk shot a kids. <laughs> skull tried to cover it up. He's got his friend's back. So he got demoted with him. So. It's so just, anyway... the it's just the wire. Cause the whole thing with the wire it was just people that like no department wanted and they were going to just give them this investigation. No one cared about, but like bulk and skull are just there in the background. <laughs>
0: Anyway, Skull can't figure out how to get mustard out of this bottle Uh, And he accidentally squirts mustard all over their superior officer And uh, I guess they get some fired or something Anyway, they end up getting (laughs) captured by Divatox and uh, brainwashed And so then they're just like talking in weird accents the rest of the movie It's not funny, did not like it Bad, Bad bulk and Skull content in this one, unfortunately
1: that's uh it may be the most upsetting thing I've heard about this so far
0: yeah, um by the way, I, I would like to uh congratulate you with all of your other Star Trek talk that you did not talk you did not mention Hillary Shepard, the actress who plays diva Talks, is uh hmm. in an episode, several episodes of d s nine in fact I,
1: I have to exert some amount of self-control
0: yeah, but to me, they are the same character, that's my headcanon. That she I mean, is the same like genetically engineered person who just took up a life of space crime.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean they probably she gets arrested at some point. That's why she's with all the other genetically engineered freaks on the show and you know oh, sure. That could she's be getting why. that pussy wrecked by Nog now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh-huh. She finally she finally found her weird space husband and it's Nog. <laughs> I'm happy for the both of them. I think that she should just be allowed to find love. It's hard out there, man.
0: Nog is an upgrade over this stupid magma man.
1: Nog is a great catch. He becomes a captain later on. I mean, I know that she doesn't know that. Nog doesn't know that at the time, but he's got that potential in him.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And then he gets blown up in the hypothetical (laughs) rebooted episode, which will never happen now for obvious reasons.
0: Anyway, um...
1: I made myself sad
0: They explode the bad guy And then that's basically the end of the movie mm. Cool There's also like some weird like Racist like Indian native characters That appear at one point Just like straight <laughs> oh, up like, Ooga booga like wearing masks And holding spears Grass like, skirts Jesus. that whole thing Like chasing Vulcan skull around <laughs> it's, uh, The 90s
1: Oh god This is a different time
0: Yeah it was a different time It was back when you could release something like this in theaters And people would go see it
1: God I've made my own terrible uh, Choices on what to watch recently uh, Mine's not as interesting as yours But it is definitely worse In a lot of ways Okay I started thinking about the uh, Geico Gecko And how, like, I was convinced the original commercials was that he did not want to be associated with Geico. That the whole thing was him going like, no, I'm a gecko, not Geico. Stop calling me. So I needed to find out the lore of the uh, Geico gecko because I needed to understand, like, okay, when did he turn and become a company man? Like, they had to have documented that somewhere that had to be in one of the commercials. So I started watching a lot of Geico gecko commercials trying to piece together the narrative.
0: Okay. This is how I spent my weekend. Did you find out exactly when he gets the accent?
1: Uh, He always had it. It just kind of changed. Like, the actor became different, but he always had the accent.
0: Wasn't it, like, Australian at first? It was,
1: yeah, it was, like, closer to, like, a really kind of gruff sort of accent, and then it became Mm. softer as time went on. Uh, The actor who plays him looks not at all like how you would expect him to look. Bald guy with a red beard. Um, okay, But yeah I watched all those But this actually just ended up taking me down Like a different rabbit hole of watching a lot of Like advertisements from the 80s and 90s And that stuff I think is A lot of fun It's, it's great seeing Bill Cosby ads pop up <laughs> And Go like oh yeah this is a different time Where he was on TV for Very different reasons
0: Hey I Alright quick question Sure what do you think the box office take for a Turbo, a Power Rangers movie was? $500 million. <laughs> No. <laughs> Unfortunately, this does not list the budget, so I can't tell you. Uh, I have no idea. I will tell you to not make money. $50 uh, million. Dollars. No. $25 million? No. $1,000. <laughs> well, higher than that. $2,000. <laughs> higher. This price is right. Three thousand (laughs) dollars higher. The answer is eight million.
1: Oh God! They didn't make any more Power Rangers movies after this one, did they? they. This was the last one until they did that like reboot thing.
0: Uh, for the record, uh, the first movie made sixty-six million.
1: (laughs) God, that's a hell of a step down. That remake yeah. movie by the way is also incredibly bad for very different reasons it is just a joyless experience
0: yeah i bet by
1: teenagers with attitude we mean that like everyone is really depressed and probably should be medicated
0: that's realistic
1: it is it, i i guess it is a much more comparatively at least a more realistic depiction of teenagers in the original power rangers i think it's still not a very realistic depiction of teenagers but I also don't hang around teenagers, so I guess I wouldn't know. I think they mostly post memes on the internet. I'm pretty mm, sure like okay. actual actual accurate representation of teenage Power Rangers nowadays would be very, very obnoxious.
0: Yeah, probably. It'd
1: be horrible little monsters, all of them. <sighs> anyway. Retro Corner?
0: Ugh. <sighs> Are we retro still corner. doing Retro Corner? Retro Corner. we so got to get we, through them. You can see you can see the time now.
1: You yeah, I know. can. I can. We'll move through it very quickly, but these right. actually, these three games I think are actually pretty closely tied to the point in time that the original Power Rangers movie came out, because I have a very strong association with them. Uh, Vector Man number one, Vector Man number two, and Comics Zone.
0: Um, all right. Video games now you have with
1: that my attitude. Attention. <laughs> That's
0: right. Uh, I one of the best Sega intros. In it is.
1: So. Uh I think that the, the reason I grouped these games together in particular is they were Sega games that were trying to do something very unique graphically to try to keep people invested in the Sega Genesis. This was kind of getting towards the point where it was like, Oh, Nintendo's gonna do like these pre rendered graphics for their games and oh they got the super FX chip and all this shit, so there's almost sort of arms race at the tail end of things to make games look more interesting uh and then of course, they're both dripping with uh, Sega nineties attitude.
0: Mm-hmm. uh
1: They are trying too damn hard these games, uh but vector man it's whole thing is that you play as a dude making it out of all these like balls and he can turn into different vehicles and stuff and a bunch of wire frames and everything throughout the game,
0: oh like balls three d
1: Exactly like Balls 3D. It's the unofficial, it's the spiritual successor to Balls 3D. Okay. Uh, Vector Man's neat. Yeah, Kind of sure. like Vector Man. I think Vector Man 2 is better, of course. Uh, the final boss of the first Vector Man where you're in that tornado is a pain in the ass.
0: I don't think I ever got there.
1: Oh, it's, it's a pain in the ass.
0: I believe um, it. There are other parts of that game that are.
1: Yeah, the first Vector Man, I think it's... Much harder than the second Vector Man. The difficulty kind of gets toned down for that second one. Uh, But I I enjoy both of them. The the music is very extremely grungy. I think it's one of those soundtracks that wisely leans into the terrible sound hardware, the Sega Genesis.
0: Yeah. Yeah, soundtrack for Vector Man's cool.
1: Yeah, it's good for Comic Zone 2. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think both of these games very wisely know what sort of sound hardware they're working with. The Sega Genesis was very good at getting kind of grungy, dirty rock and roll sounds out of it. Um, And then occasionally you get stuff like Sonic, Word. you don't even know how that's even playing off that sound hardware. That sounds way too good for the Sega Genesis. Um, Like, your Streets of Rages are yeah so well composed you have no idea how they're coming out of a sega um but yeah i like the soundtracks in both of these games uh vector man i didn't play much as a kid i rented it mostly i didn't really sit down and dive into it until speaking of sonic it was in that uh collection of games for the gamecube it was one of the unlockable games on that thing Uh, Which was a weird inclusion. I don't know why Vector Man specifically is in this compilation of Sonic games. I don't think that they really have any major connection between each other. uh, Other than, of course, being on the same system. Uh, But Comic Zone is a fucking video game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Crazy. Uh, Looks great. Sounds great. Like a technical showpiece for the Genesis.
1: Yeah. Um, for anyone who hasn't played Comic Zone or don't don't really know what it is, uh, you play as a dude who gets sucked into his own comic book.
0: Oh, it's, it's Sketch Bradley, is that yeah. His name?
1: yeah, he has a pet rat. Yeah, you know he's a cool '90s dude. He's got a ponytail. He's got that vest.
0: <laughs> he's got a little he's got... John Lennon glasses.
1: Yeah, he's wearing shorts. Yeah, but they're like they're they're like the big hoodie. baggy shorts. Yeah, man. A perfect horrible amalgamation of cool guys '90s traits, just rolled up into one character, and he gets sucked into the comic book. And he meets a hot lady in the comic book, and she's like, "I need your help," uh, and he's like, "Boy, yo, 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 yoing." And so then he <laughs>
0: <laughs> he turns into Cornholio.
1: <laughs> That's right. And so then, like, the way that the game progresses is you're jumping between different panels of a comic book, yeah. and you can take these different diverging paths because you're not necessarily set on going, you know, left to right all the time like you would through comic book pages. Uh, but each panel of the book either has a different trap or a different puzzle or a different collection of enemies that you have to fight. So they're their own little kind of like microcosms, each panel of something that you need to do. Uh, it, it's great. It's, it's a fun way to kind of frame a video game. I think that they really take advantage of the setting of it being a comic book. Uh, However, I wish...
0: it is also kind of annoying because a lot of it comes down to just memorizing like what path to take and where to go. Yes. Because also yeah. it'll be like you have to punch this cage off or the this like manhole cover, yeah. and also hitting things like that damages you. And so yeah, just things like that, or knowing like oh, this is the place where I let the rat out here, and he will find a hidden item. Yeah, just it is also a very short
1: very short game yeah it does not take very long to beat comic zone at all this is something in your first run three you could probably beat it in like 40 minutes tops yeah probably uh, and then yeah when you understand the way to get through it and you know how to solve each puzzle and you know the most effective panels to go between to beat the game like you can really just kind of haul ass through that thing mm. um i never beat it as a kid because i also remember it ramping up in difficulty pretty quickly yeah. which I, I think is just also, a consequence of it being so short
0: and you have one life and so, like, if you, yeah. like, fall in that pit or something, it's just like, well, yeah, start over.
1: Which, again, yeah, I think is also... another consequence of its length is, well, we gotta have to make some way to, to have people keep playing this thing over and over again. And so, if you're losing all your progress every time you die, then. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. they make up for it because you turn into the superhero guy who goes, yeah! Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's good. <laughs>
1: that's a sound that comes out of a human body.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's you know, the magic of the Genesis sound hardware.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like comic zone a lot. This is a, a game that I, I think we had it at the daycare I went to or something like that. I didn't actually own a cartridge of it, but I had like a lot of exposure to it. It was somewhere where I had kind of easy access to some other Sega games. I didn't have at home.
0: I had on a, it was like a six pack thing. Yeah. I remember it being put into
1: some re-release stuff uh fun thing that I did is when I, when I happened to find by chance, abandoned on the side of a road, uh, a box full of discarded ROMs to old video games, and I put those on my Raspberry Pi. I assumed that they were all complete games that were like curated. They were no intro sets, so they should have been. And for whatever reason, the version of Comic Zone that got put in there was a beta version. So when I first started playing the game, I was like, "Oh, this is fucking terrible! Like, I don't remember this game being this fucking bad. Like, this is glitchy. That just there's empty rooms. And eventually, I got to a point where I could not progress at all. Like, there was a really long pit, and there was in the finished game, I think like uh, a bar that you go across or like a right, like a pipe. Yeah,
0: is that where uh, the the guys with the the hook blades. Come yes, in? yeah. It's both a hook, hook and a blade. And a blade. <laughs> yep. That's
1: right. Contractually obligated to say it every single time, but yeah, in in the beta version, that stuff's just not there, so there's no way to get across, and so I was just completely stumped. I was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" Like, also, it was weird. There was like no soundtrack in the intro of the game. There was for everything else, I think. But I was kind of like, "Oh, it's weird that there's no music here."
0: Oh, and that's like what I love the soundtrack for Comic Zone. Also, yeah. I like how like it's a a comic that he wrote and drew, and so the character shrug, yeah. but he's like oh striggle what are you doing here
1: <laughs> i do like that he's uh he comes from that breed of comic artists uh that produced bone and um yeah he's a, a terry moore of his time
0: sure i guess so
1: yeah just making his oh man if terry moore got sucked into one of his comic books
0: that'd be a very different kind <laughs> of game
1: Babe Central. You'd have to then put also everybody's on... dying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Put the adult content filter on.
1: <laughs> I love I love Terry Moore so much. I uh, every time I think of him now, I think of him doing that tweet where he's like, got a real hot redesign of the Batgirl costume coming up, guys. And it's basically <laughs> just it's basically just Batgirl with a boob window.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good.
1: terry Terry moore is so great just he's based as the kids would call him yeah there there's no one more authentic than terry moore
0: (laughs) him and kid rock basically (laughs) that's
1: right um yeah, I, I do like that. I, I really like the premise of the game. I like the way that the game plays. I think the soundtrack is terrific. Comic Zone is a lot of fun. And if you can get your hands on it, I think you should play it. It's, it's a, a damn shame. This is one of the games that came out in a cardboard case. Because when oh. I was like looking at Genesis games and I was kind of like, I might want to buy some of these up like I did, did with N 64 games. Like a lot of the ones I wanted had cardboard cases. So getting them complete in box was basically just impossible. Yeah. Did like, that not
0: you, also come in like a a plastic case? I, don't I feel like think I've it seen did. it.
1: I don't think it did. It maybe did, but I mm. I know it came out in a cardboard case at least.
0: I, I wonder if maybe that was the case where it was like that was just for rental copies.
1: It might be, but the cardboard case stuff is such a shame because if you are trying to go back and collect games and you want them complete in box, just the cardboard cases if they're in halfway good condition are so expensive because the vast majority of them look like total shit because they're cardboard of course they do like kids back then they rip the game out of it and then they just like throw that cardboard somewhere and it gets torn up so
0: what a shame
1: it's my ranting and raving about this i checked on the price of that ds9 game and found out that was also in a cardboard case It's all fucked up.
0: Is this part of Retro Corner? You want to talk about DS9? No, I don't want to
1: talk. No, we have a video. It is up on the YouTube channel. Somebody (laughs) wants to see our thoughts about (laughs) fucking DS9 video game. Uh, But yeah, I I like all three of these games. Uh, I think that I like Comic Zone that much more than the Vectorman's. Uh, But Vectorman's neat. Vectorman should make a comeback. You should do another Vectorman.
0: Weren't they going to?
1: I don't think they know. Had planned one. Eh, who cares?
0: But <laughs> you do apparently.
1: Yeah, not really. <laughs> I'm just saying words cuz it's a podcast. I'm trying to fill air. Since um, when? No, no. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: ratings, ratings.
1: Um, Well gosh, how do you rate these games?
0: No Are ratings you this week. Me? <laughs> You have to give a rating.
1: I don't want to give a rating. Um, hmm. I guess uh, since Comic Zone is comic themed, I could rate them on a scale of like uh, Batman authors. This is just me trying to talk about how they're removed that. Uh, What's his name is leaving DC.
0: Yeah. James Tenney we're finally <laughs> free. Right. Finally, after 10,000 years, we're <laughs> free.
1: <laughs> I had, here's, my reaction to that whole thing was like at first i was like yes he's gone finally batman might be good again and then remembering oh no that means i have to buy batman comics again (laughs) that's expensive and then me going like oh wait it's dc they're just going to get some other hack to write it so i won't have to buy batman comics again Again. too bad (laughs) half the thing you tweet on twitter is stuff i tell you in discord and then you post it wholesale (laughs)
0: that's not I'm true
1: your, i'm your fucking ghost writer over here That's i'm, a ball, absolutely not of, I'm true. a ball of energy that floats around and i enter the computer and i tweet for you
0: it is not true but okay <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything you say that uh i'm going to boast, then i will tell you and it's very yeah, that's, very that's rare.
1: true that's fair I wouldn't say it's rare, but. Uh, it is no, very rare. Let's, let's rate these games on a scale
0: of Joe Don Baker. You've said yourself you do not have the soul of a poster. You can't come up with anything good.
1: No, I'm a reply guy.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: I like replying to things because it's easier. I, I know what to say in reaction to something. Can't create things wholesale. Come on, who do you think I am? The writer of the Power Rangers Turbo movie? If only. <laughs> We're going to rate these based on Joe Don Baker movies. Uh, Comic Zone is definitely, uh, I would say, on the level of A Mars Attacks. It's very good. It's very fun. It's energetic. Vector Man 2, I'd say that's like, uh, you know, Congo. None of this makes sense. No, Uh, it doesn't. Vector Man 1, The Distinguished Gentleman. I'm just reading Joe (laughs) Don Baker movie names at this point. I did not come prepared to rate these games. I got Comic nothing Zone this week. is at
0: least a license to kill.
1: <laughs> it is, but I didn't want to go the easy route of 007 movies. Okay. Because it's been in so many of them. That's it for the podcast this week. I, I, I don't care. I don't Good. want to rate anything. I don't want to think about Power Rangers Turbo anymore. I want to go lay down.
0: You, you and, don't want to rate. You don't want to think. You just want to play video games.
1: That's right. <laughs> Oh, that would be a good outro if I weren't so sure you're going to do some Red Hot Chili Peppers crap. What if the Red Hot Chili Peppers covered to the I I Just Want to Play Video Games song?
0: I mean, it's basically indistinguishable from a pep song, so...
1: It's very close, yeah. Well, goodbye, dinosaurs. Test one, two. Sing